Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Late Night with Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. You're listening to Talk Radio. I'm Catherine Boyle. I'll be riding solo this week, so please do keep me company right through till Friday. I'll be on the usual number, 03444991000. I hesitated then because I'm not usually the one saying it. 03444991000. We can talk about whatever you fancy. Usual rules apply. I know that it's sounding slightly more feminine uh, than the usual, but um, I ain't apologising for it. Just deal with it. Now, I've got to be honest with you. I've been kind of dreading coming in especially doing the show by myself today because it's been one of those weekends um, where the atmosphere has been really kind of heady. And I'm not dreading coming in because I don't want to be here, but because I really don't know uh, how to... um, what to say after this weekend and how to do the least harm after this weekend where, you know, we have another poor soul who couldn't see her way to another day. That's all we really know about the situation, isn't it? The rest is guesswork. And if you look online, my God, I had to shut it down after a while, but if you look online, the blame is being chucked around. And for sure, from the outside looking in, there are obvious elements to what was going on that you and I would find really difficult if it was to happen to us and maybe impossible to deal with if it was happening to us. But the truth is that none of us know really what went on and none of us have got the right to tell Caroline's story with certainty, especially because, you know, inevitably doing that, you'll be catching other people in the crossfire as we go. Now, speaking from my personal experience, I've only been on the very edge of a media whirlwind a couple of times over the last few years. You know, I've been the one keeping the secrets that others were guessing about and trying to winkle out in emails to agents and stuff. You know, and I've also been the friend picking up the phone in the middle of the night on one occasion. And I'm not breaking any confidences here because he's told you about it himself, but running across town to stop my friend jumping off a bridge. I was the one standing guard afterwards to make sure he was safe. And you know what? As a friend, you want to be the person to do that. It's your honour. It's your honour that they've confided in you at that moment when they really couldn't see a way out of something. And I'm really glad I was there but I'm not going to pretend that that wasn't a living nightmare that whole time. So if it was a living nightmare for me, I can only imagine how it was for the person at the centre of it all. And if you haven't been there, you're really lucky. You've got no idea. So, you know, while there's probably some comfort in pointing the finger and finding a bad guy in all this, 
because it kind of makes sense of something so sad and so tragic. And you know what? Signing a petition, trying to change the law, if that's what you feel you need to do, that's great. You know, you're a small cog in the wheel of trying to steady a runaway train that has been building up over time. And it might make a change in five or six months' time. And that change might be important. But you know what? Inevitably, it probably will not be as sweeping as what you would like. But it is something, right? It is something. And it will make you feel better, perhaps for five or six days. But let's be honest, it probably won't scrape the surface of what is a really complicated problem. And one, as I say, that's built up over years. So what can we do? I don't want you to feel helpless in this. I don't want any of us to feel helpless. That's kind of the, at the core of it all. Let me bring you back to something I've been falling back on a lot. And, and it's helped me time and time again, right? Other people's behaviour is on them. Your reaction to it is all you've got. So let me ask you, how clean is your side of the street? Did you really need to scream abuse at that footballer this weekend? Weren't you playing on your side? Why did you send that tweet? Do you need to voice your disapproval online to someone who might already have received half a dozen sweary bits of not-so-constructive criticism that day? Why do you think they need to know what you think at that moment? And how would you feel if someone spoke to your partner or your kids, or your sister, or your brother, someone you cared about like that? Why did they deserve it? And if you aren't using your real name online, I'd be really interested to know why. Why you wouldn't want to explain your actions to your boss or client. Is that who you really are, that person online? Because I'd suggest it can't be, otherwise you would be standing by it. Hate can only breed more hate. It's totally natural to feel angry and frustrated. We've been here before, that's the tragic thing. We have been here before. And anger and frustration is a reaction to feeling out of control. But the good news is you are in control. You are in control. There will always be people you disagree with or disapprove of in life and online. And you're not the ghost of Twitter yet to come. You are not the person who's gonna set them straight. And you calling them a cockwomble isn't gonna change their ways. <laughs> you're actually making them louder because you give them something to kick against. So here's a radical idea. What about letting someone you know or you don't know that you think that they're doing a great job, that they've made you laugh or they've made you think or they've made you pick up a book you haven't thought about for ages or listen to a piece of music that lifted your heart for a moment? Gosh, yeah, she's talking about feelings. Brace yourselves. People that make you feel better about yourself... And wouldn't you like to be that person that makes someone else feel a bit better about themselves rather than worse? It's a small thing, but, you know, if enough of us do it, it could make a difference. And I would say we've got nothing to lose by trying, but that's not true, is it? So that's what I'm throwing open to you. Have a little think about your side of the street. I'm going to think about mine. And, you know, imagine that person was someone you knew. 0344 499 1000. You're listening to Talk Radio. Talk Radio. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. 
from ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Late Night with Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Honestly, give me a ring. We can talk about anything you want to. 0344 499 1000. Here's Sean. Hi, Sean. And how are you? I'm all right, thank you. You sound a bit far away from your phone. No, I was just that. I just picked it. I was on the headphones. My headphones don't bloody work. All so right. I've I got to quickly unplug them. Uh, were you on the phone the other night with Ian Lee when I called in? I was in the studio the other night. When I called it, I'm Sean that called it and had the horrible argument with Ian and then yeah. we ended up talking about porridge. And yeah, and do you know what, Sean? That was beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. And, you know, I felt the same, you know, and I, you followed me on Twitter. I'm basically, I won't say my name on Twitter. I'm not under my own name, but there is a reason for that because I'm on for the sake of uh, for my business. And I, yeah, I, can I ask you about that? I've not looked at your account, I don't know. Um, do you just tweet business stuff from that account? No, I use Twitter because uh, I'm a currency and commodity trader. Right. Okay? So I use Twitter as a curated news feed. So if there's any news about, you know what Twitter's like. I mean, if anything happens, I mean, sadly, I think it was Saturday night, um, I happened to be on Twitter and I saw uh, the thing about Caroline dying yeah. and it and I, uh, a thing came up, it said Newsflash, Caroline um, and I'm, I can't remember her second name now, you know, I'm nervous, I'm on the radio um, uh, died and um, it, I looked at the time thing and it was like one minute that I got that yeah. thing yeah and I sometimes go and do my work in a Starbucks because I'm a trader. I can work at home on my own, you know, and you just sit there on your own watching the screens, watching the market. So very often I'll go and sit in a, in a Starbucks in Brighton. Yeah, you're preaching I'm to the choir there because sometimes I'll make the podcast and I'll think, oh, I'm not going to sit looking at these four walls again today. Let's go out. Exactly. I look at different four walls. Exactly. And I have a lovely situation in Starbucks, you know, because I have, like, Korean students come and sit near me, uh, a couple of old boys, you know, one, in fact, that has just had a heart attack. I haven't seen him for a week, and he turned up today, and he's safe, thank God. And I was in Starbucks, actually, on Saturday afternoon, because I had a document to write while the markets closed, and it was about five o'clock, and I went outside to smoke a cigarette, and I came back in, and I looked at my laptop and I saw Bump Caroline had died. Yeah. 
And I said to a couple of the staff, do you know who she is? They said, yeah. And I said, she's just died. And everybody in the place just suddenly got on their phones and looked at it, you know? Yeah. And um, so that's my use of, st- uh, of, 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 of Twitter. I look at it because if the oil market changes, if something happens in the gold market, if something happens in, you know, uh, commodity exchange, it, it comes in just like that tested. Mm-hmm. So that's why I use it. And I make comments and, you know, I'm not a big global warming fan. So sometimes I'll talk about that and I'll get attacked. And Right. And do you do that from your work account? Yes, I Ooh. do. Most things, hmm. you know, but I think you followed me the other day. And there's a picture of me on there, a Rolling Stones concert. You know, I've, I've got my own photograph on there. No, it wasn't me that followed you. I don't follow many people, but I get it. I, I get okay. it. And you're not unusual in that people, you know, who are one-man businesses or one-woman businesses will, you know, have an account that's yeah. a bit of everything. Yeah, uh, and, and, and um, I, after, the other day after I had that conversation with Ian, I followed him, mm-hmm. and then somebody followed me, which I thought was the girl that was in the studio with him on that day, which I thought was you. Well, it was, but it wasn't. Oh. I, am, I am that woman, but, I, oh, yeah. I, but I'm not that Twitter person. All right, fine. Well, I promise I won't let you down. But <laughs> your monologue at the start, and I know you're nervous in there, you know, doing the show. I'm not nervous. I'm, I'm, um, I wanted to be really careful about what I said. Uh, it was brilliant. What you've just said absolutely caught the zeitgeist, you know? And the reason I phoned in to Ian the other night, and we went through that horrible, difficult situation and ended up being friends, was that what I wanted to call in actually to say, and Ian kept doing that thing, talking over me, going, I love you, I love you, I love you, and I kept, you know, and I sort of said F off and put the phone down and phoned back in, and we went through this whole drama. And what I was actually trying to say when I called in that night was to say, you know, we're living in a world at the moment where we're all divided, you know, we, uh, I'll give you an example. My son, Eli, is 18 years old. When he was three months old, my ex-wife, sadly, his mother, uh, was out shopping one day. And uh, I had a business in Bermuda at the time, a currency trading business in Bermuda. And I was on the line to my head trader there. and We were talking about the business. He said to me, I've got to go. He said, uh... An aeroplane just crashed into the World Trade Center. And I said, oh, Jesus, I'll go downstairs and look. And those two planes crashed into the World Trade Center. And since that day, we've been through two horrible wars in Afghanistan and uh, Iraq. Uh, then after that was over, we went through the, the David Cameron austerity. Then after that was over, we went through the Brexit thing. And now we're in a situation where we've got the coronavirus. And none of us are getting arrest. And, you know... The media, and what I actually called into the other, to say to you the other night was, you know, we've got a media now where, you know, all they talk about is racism and climate change. And we're all divided. And none of us are loving each other. And that's the big thing here now. You know, we've Brexited and... Uh, well, not, not quite. Uh, let me interject just for a second, if I might, Sean, because I actually thought that phone call was really interesting and especially hearing now the angle that you think you came in at, from my perspective, it was a bit like Twitter. You know, when someone jumps in and you came in and you, if I remember rightly, you called Ian a lunatic and said that he was surprised he still had a job. And what I would suggest is, 
that point you made just then, completely reasonable, and you would have got a completely different reaction. But I yeah, think but sometimes yeah. you, you start the... Uh, people, and I'm not saying you in particular, it happens on this show now and again, not often, because actually that thing you're talking about where the media is always whipping people up, we don't do on this show. We, we, we actually try not to but do Ian, that at all. Ian, Ian did do it to me the other night because... It's but hang on a second. Ian. But if you'd have come in the way you came in to me, you would have had a completely different experience. And do you know what? Let's, we, don't need to, we don't need to go over the whys and the wherefores because actually the way it turned out was the way it could have been all the way through. But Ian didn't let me, and, and, and I'm quite worried about Ernie, actually, because Ian did to me the other night uh, what, something which is classic narcissism. You know, he didn't let me speak. He projected onto me. Ooh. Are you going to st start slagging my best friend off now? No. Well, please uh, don't, Sean, because we were on such good footing. Let me tell you something right now. He's my best friend as well, because I really care about him. No. And if he's your best friend, I don't think he's right. And we can have another conversation about that. But what I'm telling you, what, have a conversation with him about that when he comes back. I will do. I'm not but his carer. What I, about, what I phoned in about tonight is, you know, uh, we are in a real mess in society at the moment. We, we just need to just love each other. You know, nobody needs to be divided over race. You know, nobody needs to be divided over sexism and all of that sort of stuff. You know, I live in Brighton, which is one of the most, uh, as I'm sure you probably know, which is one of the most diverse cities in the world. We all walk around here. You know, there are blacks, there are gays, there are transvestites. There are, we all get on, we all sit in cafes together, and, but we're all being kind of stretched like spaghetti and divided. And, uh, you know, we're all being told to look at each other with untrusting eyes. And what you yeah, but your but your reaction is on you, Sean. Whatever whoever's saying that, and they're not saying that to me. Your reaction is on you. So no, you can I, join in with that, or you can choose to not. No, I'm fully joining in with it. What but, with the stretching? No, with the uh, togetherness. Okay. But uh, you know, I want everybody to be together. But you know, you, you talk to gay guys, suddenly they're finding insult. You speak to lesbian women, suddenly they're fighting insult. How are you insulting them? Huh? How are you insulting them? Just talking normally. Well, maybe you should do more listening and less talking. Well, no. Because uh, they'll tell you what they'll tell you what's upsetting them if you listen. Well, you're doing to me what they're doing to me. What? Trying to help you? No, you're trying to niggle me. Oh, I see. That's what it is. Is it? Well, it is. Why wouldn't you listen to me without, you know, saying what you're saying? I am listening to you, probably and, more carefully and, than you realise. And, and, and my biggest point the other night, my main point the other night, was that, you know, when I said about the um, blockbuster moment, which you all laughed about and everything, and I'm sure you've looked into that after. No, we haven't. <laughs> well, it's shame on you. Oh, shame listen, Sean, we come on and have a conversation. Don't come and give us a lecture. I would really like to have a chat with you, and I'd like to have a chat with you about something that is not going to upset you, but I'm not going to let you... I'm not upset at all. Good, all right. You're getting upset. Oh, I'm not upset at all. I've been doing this for 20-odd years, Sean. I've had more conversations that have been more pressing than this. Well, I've been doing this for 40 years. What, talking nonsense? There you go again, you see. <laughs> Bye, Sean. Oh, well. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Hey, hey, Alistair. 
Hi, Kath. Sorry, I was on the speaker and I had to put it on to How computer. very dare you? Uh, right. So I'm ringing to apologise. Oh, don't. I um, I apologise to it. I sent a, a, a Saki email, um, text to uh, Twitter to Ian, and I was really ashamed afterwards. And I, I did apologise to him by Twitter later in that morning, um, and I, he acknowledged it. I think. Yeah, and don't feel ashamed um, about it because you know what shame breeds. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's no good. Uh, but you, you caught you caught yourself. I was an entitled dick, I guess, wasn't I? Well, it was, it was a bit of a surprise. Let's put it that way, Alistair. But you caught yourself in it. And as you probably just heard, some people never do. I don't know. He, Sean was all right. And then he went mad all Did, of a sudden. He, he didn't want to have a conversation. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was doing everything just in that few words of... of of that tweet because I was, you know, frustrated stupidly about, you know, not being on. But yeah. that's just being feeling entitled. And I know that, you know, it's not about that. It's about the whole show and, and you know, all of your listeners. It's not about me. Well, sometimes it's about you. Sometimes it's about other people. But, you know, we just, yeah. try, and, we just try and keep it bouncing along, Alistair. And I'm sorry if you felt slighted about it. What's been going no, on no, with no, you? No. You sound, you sound a bit down. No, I'm, I'm kind of um, all right now. I mean, what was happening last week, to be honest with you, is I was, right, this is really bad. So any listeners who, are, you know, don't do this, I found some old medication, right, that I wasn't actually taking, I'm not taking at the moment, but I knew these tablets would help me sleep, Carl. Mm-hmm. So I started taking them. They're actually an antipsychotic. Oh, blimey, Alistair. And... Um, Although I was trying to minimise how many I took, um, although it, it did get me to sleep, it was the wrong kind of sleep, and I got myself into a bit of a bit of a state with it, really, if I'm honest. And that's why I think I was a bit kind of, you know, emotional. Yeah. Would say. Uh, so I've stopped it now. And what have you done with those pills? Uh, they need to go in the bin, and they will. Right. Um, and now... Um, because you know you know, this stuff's like whack-a-mole, if you're not careful. Yes. You sort of, you're drinking out and then you start relying on something else. That's it. And uh, That's as it. we've we experienced, it doesn't make you any better. <laughs> no. Um, but anyway, and then, um, well, the horrible thing happened on Saturday. Oh, right. And then it kind of made me focus again on... People who send tweets, including me, unfortunately, that really are, are not very nice. Mm. And it, it, may, it took me back to, um, you know, the time when I sent uh, Ian some oh, yeah. horrible tweets. But, but don't go back to that, because we, cause that's done, that's forgotten. And you know what? Maybe that had to happen to get us where we are now. And we're yeah. so, you know, we're thrilled to bits that you're back. And we're thrilled to bits that we can have the conversations that we have with you now. And that's all, you know, that's all gone in the past. But as I say, probably necessary to happen. So you wake up to yourself and realise that it doesn't have to be like that. You're doing so well, Alistair. Yeah. Don't get dragged backwards by shame. No, no, no. I mean, it's just that, um, you know, it, it just makes you think about, obviously, 
Caroline, unfortunately, fell with everything going on. And as you rightly said in the beginning, it must be a very complex situation with what she was going through, with everything happening. Um, obviously, any anything said in tweets or Instagrams or anything like that are not helpful, especially if they're, if they're, if they're negative. Mm. So, um, yeah, you're absolutely right. We all need to look at ourselves, I think, about this sort of thing. Yeah. And you know what? It doesn't mean being a pushover. It doesn't mean letting people ride roughshod over your feelings or anything like that, you know. But there's a way to handle yourself, you know. And this is the thing, you know. Be the person that that you want to be online and as if someone's watching you all the time. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, because it's out of respect for yourself. I don't want you feeling like this over a silly tweet. No, well, I'm, I'm fine now. Good. Um, but, um, you know, I just wanted to register that with yourselves. Ah, well. Um, but, um, Kath, I mean, obviously in your position, I mean, do you mind me asking? Because you must get some negative stuff thrown at you. How do you deal with it? Not a lot. I don't get a lot, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I don't look on online forums because I, it feels a bit like eavesdropping on someone else's conversation and their opinion of me has got probably very little to do with the truth and there's nothing I can do about it. So what's the yeah. point in putting myself through that? I did it a couple of times once when I was younger and uh, it took quite a long time to get back from it. You know, you can't do this yeah. job. This job is so much about confidence and yeah. about... Um, being um, unguarded and if you're continually trying to please people who don't like you you can't be you so yeah. uh, you know it's like standing in, up in a classroom where you know the bullies at the, reba- at the back taking the mickey out of how you speak you can't do it so I just have to be in this little bubble and assume I'm talking to friends and yeah. you know oh, people don't like it then that's fine I'm not um, you know I'm not moving in with them And also the lucky thing is that I work with my mate and so if something particularly upsetting happens, I can send it to him and we laugh about it and that's how we get around it for the most part. Some of it is hurtful. In the past it's been hurtful, especially when times were hard. But people had no idea because don't tend to air that stuff on air. Um, And you've got family around you. I've got family around me. I've got my mum and dad around the corner, you know, and fortunately I've been brought up in an environment where it was all right to speak up if I didn't feel like I was handling things, so... Yeah. And you've got a lovely cat. I've got a lovely cat, but she could not give a toss about me, so she's no help whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) The only time she cares about me is if I'm holding the dreamies. (laughs) Well, I'm on. And then I'll go, you know, I'll have to ask, is the bathroom complete? Oh, my God. The bathroom. We are into week four of a job that was supposed to take a week and a half. What's wrong with him? I, right. He's, he's doing an all right job, but he's so slow. And we've had so many, honestly, the excuses, right? And he's a single dad. And we were warned from the start that he would need to be there to pick up the kids and stuff. And it's like, I get it. I completely get it. Yeah. Um, but we've had the kids being ill, him being yeah. ill, the electrician being ill... Uh, one of his um, mates having to go, you know, the builder's mates having to go for emergency dental work. Then this week I went, I said to my husband, all that's missing is his nan failing in some way. We got that one this weekend. She had a fall and he had to take his mum. Oh. And it got to the point where you're going, uh-huh, okay. And 
Ian says, I don't know why you've not called him out. What if he's just really the unluckiest man in the world? What if? And I can't be that person. I'm just not good at no, conflict. You're a, you're a nice person. But at the same time, I do feel a bit of a mug. And I've only just got a shower that can work and not everything's fixed and he's supposed to be coming back tomorrow to finish off. And there's no point bawling him out, is there? Because I don't want to be in the house with, well, either someone who walks out and leaves me well, with, a, with a bathroom unfinished or someone who's furious. And the longer it goes on, the kind of longer you have to put up with it in a way because... I just want, I just want it done now. You know, you can't sack him particularly because it's not worth that, that No, but let me tell you something. Uh, on Thursday, I discovered that my loved old banger, my uh, moped, d didn't work. My scooter didn't work. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's ancient. It's 20 years old and I probably didn't um, rev it up enough during the winter yeah. to keep the battery going. Completely my fault, right? But I phoned this guy up who'd had a look at it for free for me. Um, he was sort of joined up to the um, motorbike school that I was using. And they said, I'll oh, take it round to Dean, he's brilliant. I did, and he had a look for me, and he had a look for nothing, but I had in my head, right, that's the fella if anything goes wrong with this, because I've had trouble in the past getting people to even look at it because it's so old. Right. Not only did that fella answer the phone, get back to me, tell me he'd see it and on what day, pick it up, do it, do it for, like, 40 quid, sort it out for me, and bring it back to me the next day... I was so overjoyed and I was thinking, why am I like... I was kissing this bloke backside. I thought it was wonderful and I told him I thought it was brilliant. And you know what it is, Alistair? It's so mm -hmm. rare these days to hire someone who does what they say they're going to do and Absolutely. you don't have to chase them. I'm always yeah. chasing and I hate it. I hate being that the nag. I hate it. But he did it. I, yeah. And he did it with a smile and he didn't do it as if it was a hassle. Oh, that's brilliant. So he's got a customer for life and I will recommend him to the high heavens. Yeah. I mean, the I bathroom guy, on the other hand, possibly not. I've got a roommate for life by the looks of it. I think he's, I told oh, him right. if you stay any longer, you'll be moving in. Yeah, I'll tell him that you'll have to like the cat. <laughs> but, um, I got a, a, a mate from the AA group to come and do my security light because he's an electrician. And that's exactly the same. He did it, you know, in about a couple of weeks after I'd asked him, and it was about 50 quid, that was it. Yeah. Isn't, so it, isn't it thrilling when, when someone does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I really want, right, this is what everyone needs in their life. A hairdresser that is brilliant and, and does what you ask and also, if you don't know, can make recommendations that work, right? Everyone wants that person. A builder yeah. who you can call at the drop of a hat and who will do a fair job in a reasonable amount of time. Everyone wants that. A mechanic. Uh, I think those three people will see you right through life. Absolutely. And maybe a vet if you're lucky. A vet, yeah, useful, <laughs> useful. But anyway. thanks, Kath, and uh, please send my love to Ian, and uh, I'll be listening all week, as you know. All right, you're a good one. Thanks very much, Alistair. You take care of yourself. Thanks, Catherine. Bye-bye. Let's speak to... We'll talk to Alan in just a second. Let's take a break first, shall we? This is Talk Radio. I'm Catherine Boyle. The phone number, as usual, 0344 499 1000. Across the UK, online, on DAB, and on your smart speaker, Talk Radio. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 